She's the professor and life coach known around the world. Give it up for Dr. Erin Bryant. Now, let's move forward. Because now you're obviously in, you know, basic training is coming to an end. And uh, you get your little weekend rendezvous. So you know that weekend is coming after, you know, a certain period of time. You've earned it. As long as you didn't get in trouble, you're going to get a pass, right? So some of you probably have already written your girlfriend or a texter or whatever. And you're like, or boyfriend. Sorry, ladies. And you're like, hey, I got a pass coming up. Why don't you you know come up here fly into the state local hotels i mean there's a reason why hotels are surrounded by the bases that have basic training i was at fort bidding and so in that little small little area where i was at you know those towns had enough um hotels to be able to hold all the girlfriends the wives the families etc and boyfriends so you coordinate that you get out you miss that person now if you're already married man that's like oh that's the best thing i wasn't married but for those who were like me you're kind of like just happy to see that significant other for some of us who didn't have significant others we just were happy to get out we went and bought a g-shock watch with our little paycheck or got tattoos or you just go out to the strip club I mean, let's just say, say it how it is. But I think you find that when you're not married, you tend to make impulsive decisions, right? So those of you who were only had a significant other, that time apart really brings you closer because you miss that person so much if you survive that. And that significant other probably is applying a little bit of pressure to you. So it's not necessarily like, it's not really likely you're gonna get married right then and there because you still gotta graduate from basic. But the moment that happens, you get out of basic, get out of your little training, you're coordinating things, you're like, let's get married. Um, for me, that wasn't an option. I always kind of had in the back of my mind that I was not going to get married while I was in the military. I just didn't want that distraction. But long story short, I broke that rule, but we'll talk about that so shortly. You know, ourmilitary.com has, uh, has quoted the conditions of military employment also lead naturally to marriage. And I just talked about that, right? She said there's stable employment, comprehensive family benefits, and economic mobility in an entry-level job. So, I mean, hey, I got a job, you know, gainful employment, you got all the benefits, you got medical, dental, blah, 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 and housing in those cases. You may have a waiting list, but hey, your spouse will eventually get the housing if you, that comes to that point. And then not only that, but... If you're an entry level person and you got a kid or you already have, you know, you have kids, plural, or a spouse, suddenly your little paycheck just increased. Even if you're an officer. So to continue the quote from ourmilitary.com, they say like with the unique conditions of military life, it's easy to understand why these couples are quick to the altar. End quote. 
So military.com kind of knows what they're talking about. They got all the data. Now, I don't want to be negative, but you know, in the field, your wife, you know, you're, you're already married. Some of us have already been there, done that. But then when you get to your unit and you're out there, especially if you're in combat arms, because remember, we talked about 80% increase of divorce for those who are in combat, right? So what's going on while you're in the field? Your wife is alone. Now, I don't care how much more little bit of money the military gives you because you have a kid or kids, but it's still a financial strain. The waiting list to get in the barracks is long, depending on where you're stationed. And many of us will have to go get apartments or a house or rent a house. So you're not making a whole ton of money. And if your spouse is not working because you have little kids, there's a financial strain there. I'm gonna talk more about that. But then you're not home. So your kids don't get to see you very much. Your wife doesn't see you very much. You're missing first steps. The kid's going to say mom or mama before they say dad or dada, right? Then there's the look your kid gives you when you eventually get home out of the field where they're like, you look familiar, but I don't quite place you <laughs> because you haven't been there. And then there's a little bit of a disconnect with your spouse, especially if you're somebody who just got married. You still haven't actually gotten to know your spouse because you guys are kind of just boyfriend or girlfriend, but then you heard we got married and you next thing you know, you get your unit and you go right out to the field. Because remember, military is moving forward. You might be a new private or PFC or whatever rank you are, whatever branch you are, they're still doing what they're doing. So you might get there and go right off right to the field. I know that happened to me. The moment I got the Ranger Battalion, boom, I was on a plane. We were heading to Panama. So I get it. There are some good sides. I, I don't try to be negative all the time. You know, you have a spouse who's at home. Kind of cool. If you're living off out of the barracks, you know, you get to come home and there's this woman there or man there. And that's kind of cool. You know, you get away from the guys, you know, the military coworkers and you have a companion. That's kind of cool. It's not bad. You know, your friend, hopefully. Somebody you can talk to. Probably not about everything, especially if you're in combat. We typically don't want to conversate about that. You know, you have the love from your kids, which is always unconditional. So, I mean, hey, there are some good things. I don't want to take that away from marriage, but... Again, the topic of this is marriage is hard. You know, 2020, it was said that married troops are divorcing at about the same rate as they have for the previous five years. Now, this is according to new data released by the Pentagon. Since 2014, the divorce rate among men and women across the services has fluctuated between 3% to 3.1%. So there's no dynamic changes. It's just changes. 
Divorce is high, but it hasn't fluctuated, which means what I take from this, it hasn't gone down. It has stayed. That's what I take because the divorce rate is high. So the Pentagon is saying, yeah, it's staying about the same. I'll share with you my story. I talked about it in my book, Permission to Heal, Violence, Faith and Family, which is the title of my book. Uh, it's on Amazon. It's on Bar it's at Barnes and Noble. If you just look up Dr. Aaron Bryant, you'll see it. Um, you know, my first marriage, I told you I tried to not get married when I was in the military and it didn't work. So I ended up getting married. Now, here's the thing, and I'll, I hope the Department of Defense don't come after me, but I actually got married because I was doing a favor for a friend. I had a very close childhood friend, and, uh, you know, she was homeless. She had two dependents. And I mean, the truth of the matter is I was feeling a little lonely myself. I had just gotten back from Panama, and... Um, it is what it is. We got close and ended up getting pregnant. So decided to get married. That was during my service time. I think I was in like less than a year, maybe. The thing is, when you come back from a hostile territory or any, it, it doesn't, <laughs> let me rephrase that. It doesn't have to be when you just get back. Sometimes it catches up to you, but when you're tackling emotions based on whatever experiences you go through, it doesn't have to be combat. We have all kinds of things that are happening to our veterans out there, all kinds of things that are happening to our active duty military. And it's so sad because some of it is our own military preying on each other. We have an enormous amount of uh, sexual batteries happening to both sexes with assaults, rapes. I mean, we have a new law that's coming out because of what we've seen and heard and learned. So there's all kinds of things that could create change in a person. So you're trying to manage that. You change. Work home life balance will possibly change. Your personality will change. You know, for me, I chose to rather be at the Ranger Barracks than going home after I actually got settled in and gotten married. It was my choice at the time. I mean, we had our own bar in our barracks. And my second, my second Bat Ranger buddies who are listening know this, man. It was a blast. We had our own bar. I mean, although I was still a private, I think it was a PFC and I might have to take out the trash full of bottles or whatever, but let me tell you, for the most part, they leave me alone and let me enjoy myself. I mean, I might have to do a few push-ups here and there because, you know, a spec four just wanted to mess around. But for the most part, I kind of rather be in the barracks than be back home. And I'll talk more about that. It was um, another data to provide you. So it found divorce rates increasingly significant when spouses spend each month away. Divorce rates for military members who have been deployed are higher 
It's 12.52% for those in the Navy, 8.9% in the Marines, 8.48% in the Army, and 14.6% in Air Force. According, This is according to the Armed Forces Health Surveillance Branch data. I find it kind of surprising that the Air Force is the highest. And I've actually read multiple uh, information that has consistently said the Air Force is the highest. Now, I'm not an Air Force vet, and I've only been on Air Force bases uh, post-military as well as actually deploying out of the Air Force bases. From my shallow <laughs> and novice perspective, I'm really shocked by this. I just always kind of thought the Air Force was low key, relaxing, you know, you got the most educated people, I mean, and to see that they're leading the way uh, for divorce rates is a little shocking, a little surprising. But despite all of that, it's still an unfortunate thing. And the fact is, if you remember what I said, is who have been deployed. So for me, as a ranger, I get deployed a lot. It was not easy, but the truth of the matter is, it was a lot harder to be a civilian than it is to be active duty. Because at least when I was active duty, I had an excuse to get away when I did not want to be around my spouse or my kids. I know that sounds harsh, but that's what I'm trying to communicate to you. This is how I felt. You know, the, the state of Texas has a whole lot of bases, a lot of them. So I'm not surprised to read an article from a San Antonio lawyer. His name was Alan Menka, M-A-N-K-A. And he has, he was quoted saying the difficult adjustment of reconnecting as a couple after having been used to being apart, used to being apart, coupled with other issues such as money, affairs, children, alcohol, and physical abuse all increase the chance of divorce for military personnel. Now, this is his own personal opinion. And he's quoted by saying that. However, I kind of found some um, purpose in reiterating what he said, because again, where he's located, he probably has an abundance of clients that are military personnel. And I'm sure he felt that this was based on his experience of probably representing. So again, Texas is a large state and a lot of military bases and where he is is strategically around many of them. So I'm not surprised to hear that, you know, issues of money, affairs, children, alcohol. I mean, we know that, you know, money is already an issue. Don't get paid much. Alcohol, that's kind of like what we drink. If it's not water, it's alcohol. That's just what we do, right? Especially again, in a, again I'm only kidding to talk about what I'm familiar with and then what I've seen in my direct surroundings. And that's a very common thing. Um, no familiarity with affairs, but when I had my moment of recovery after an injury in the military, I was temporarily uh, assigned to an S1 shop. And for those who don't know that, S1 is like personnel. And I worked for a colonel 
and was I was at the brigade level and I was getting a lot of documentations coming in and I could not believe how much documentation I was reading about affairs. The uh, soldier would want to get out of the military because his wife was cheating on him. Um, he, I had, oh, I remember one story where um, the soldier was being um, kicked out. I'm just going to use the word "kicked out." I, I'm not even, I'm not even going to try to butter it up. He was kicked out, and basically, he was being kicked out because he had committed. Uh, I don't recall it being murder. So it could have been attempted murder. I don't remember the person dying, but I do remember it was attempted murder because his wife was cheated and he caught her with another man. So this military soldier obviously retaliated in a violent way. But I mean, it's this story. There's many, many stories like that. And the, 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 what I'm getting to is that, you know, working in S1, I was, vis I was able to see it. I was exposed to so much. And many of it is sad. But the thing is, again, I go back to the title of this. Marriage is hard. And it's not just for that person that's active duty. It's also hard for the person who's not active. It's your spouse, your kids. It's hard. So for me personally, I got out of the military. I look back now and I kind of regret that, but shoot, I didn't know what was in front of me. I got out, I had some bad guidance. I got out and the moment I stepped on the ground, I wanted a divorce. And um, that process started and I was kind of like, hey, I just get out there, put myself out. And I dated like crazy. I mean, I know we use the term black book, you know, because back in the day before we had cell phones, that was kind of the thing where you had your all your girls numbers and, you know, their names. You even had little stars next to them to rate them. My Viet, you know, anybody over, I would say 45, 50, you would know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I did that. I had my ratings of who I was dating because I couldn't keep track. It was so many women I was dating, I couldn't keep track. I mean, I was enjoying myself. That was my first clue, people. That was my first clue that I should not get married. Because think about it. You're out there dating and enjoying life. Why would you want to stop that to get married? Why? Think about that. Oh, I, I wasn't thinking. Because what I ended up doing was meeting this particular woman who stopped me cold in my tracks. Literally, because I could tell you the story about how we met and I literally stopped <laughs> and she was walking by me. Oh, man. So anyway, I think at the time when I look back, I think I wanted better. I think I wanted stability. I think I wanted some level of sanity. So I convinced myself that I wanted to get married. So, I mean, clearly I wouldn't be doing this show because obviously I'm talking about how marriage is hard. You're probably wondering why well, am I still married to the person? I'm gonna just put you out of your misery and say no. 
and we'll 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 talk a little bit more about that possibly but yeah that that marriage ended but i wasn't going through any kind of therapy at the time in fact i didn't even know i needed therapy now i'm gonna date myself and i'm gonna bring you guys back because i know not a lot of you read my book so we're talking at this point in time in early 2000 late night late 90s early 2000 so being a serviceman was not popular you did not wear your uniform out in public you uh didn't walk around with your chest out people sure as hell didn't say thank you for your service so there wasn't a whole lot of support va was oh my goodness i don't even think i knew what the acronym va was at the time so there that was that wasn't even something to even factor in i hope you have been enjoying the show well do not go anywhere just yet we have a continuing episode with dr bryant speaks 